0: Disney fans looking for the latest Disney news
1: and interviews with some of
2: Disney's biggest stars, have we got the podcast for you.
0: Welcome to D23 Inside Disney.
2: I'm Tony from Good Morning America.
1: I'm Jeffrey from D23.
0: And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello. Hello. Hello! <laughs> Hello!
1: Let's we'll see how Hello. high we can go. <laughs> We're doing our vocal warm-up exercises here on the podcast. Yes,
0: so good.
1: <laughs> how are you guys?
2: Oh, you know, just another week in paradise here, Jeffrey.
0: But you, mm-hmm.
1: I'm good. I'm good. I had a major Disney weekend. Um, Tell
0: us all about it.
1: I overly chronicled on social media, according to some of my friends, but. <laughs> Saturday, I went back to Disneyland for my first time and Yay! had yeah. the best day. Went with my pals, Kristen and Lindsay and Todd, and had such a super, super time. It was just amazing. The whole park looks perfect it looks like they repainted everything like they replanted everything it looks like an entirely brand new park I mean the park always looked amazing but this just felt like opening day it looked so perfect
0: for some reason when you said that I was only picturing the trash cans and them just looking pristine and shiny and beautiful they were the happiest
1: trash cans on earth
0: yes of course only the best
1: It, it was beautiful everything was great I got to ride Snow White's Enchanted Wish I love all of the enhancements to that attraction. It is all that and more from what Ken described to us on the show. Mm -hmm. Haunted Mansion was fantastic. We rode the carousel to enjoy the beautifully repainted carousel horses. It was just fantastic. We had lunch at the River Bell Terrace, which was delicious. Mm -hmm. Also stopped by World of Disney, where the Rainbow Disney slash (laughs) Disney Pride collection is out and amazing it looks so great and i may have bought a new friend i had not seen this and in all of the things that we had talked about with the rainbow disney collection and the disney pride collection they released a new droid from the droid factory r2 rn8w which does look like r2 rainbow and it is super cute cute. i saw you post about this i was like i must have adorbs (laughs) it is the cutest and i may have bought a few for gifts so if you're friends with me and are expecting a gift in the next few weeks don't buy it And then on Sunday, I went back to the incredible Walt Disney Archives exhibit at the Bowers. I went with my pal Carly. She had never been. And so I was more than happy to play tour guide with her around that exhibit. It's been a while, I think since last summer, since I saw it. And it's only there through June. So anyone who's interested in going, it's a perfect complement to any trip to Disneyland, I will say, because there's some fantastic parks stuff in there. And it's just great. Uh, The Bowers is a wonderful museum. And that exhibit is fantastic.
0: Oh, so cool. I mean, I've always thought of the Bowers as your third home. Walt well, Disney home. World is your second home.
1: <laughs> I mean, what about the Disney Cruise Line fleet? Oh I mean, my gosh, like wait a minute. Also- yeah, what you got lots
0: of homes. So many homes.
2: So many homes. Tony, what about you? I... Got a sneak peek of the launch pad shorts, you guys. Oh.
0: Cool. Oh,
2: I can't wait to watch those. I can't say much, but I did get a sneak peek. The series launches on Disney Plus the 28th of May. Mm-hmm. And it's really inspiring to see the diversity of stories. It's everything and more. So I'm really excited that wow. this mm. is coming our way.
0: That is awesome. Well, coming up on the show, we're talking to Julia Lester and Larry Saperstein from High School Musical, The Musical, the Series. Season two is coming this week. This Friday, it's finally happening, you guys. Woo! But first, let's get into the news.
1: We've got a lot of news. So we're gonna just try to plow through this because Julia and Larry had a lot of good stuff to say. So parks just announced that there is a new Halloween-themed event coming to Magic Kingdom Park this fall, the Yay. Disney After Hours Boobash. Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all clearly ready, the three of us. <laughs>
1: Jerry's just ready for Christmas. Yeah, Um, (laughs) always. So on on select nights from uh, August 10th through October 31st from nine to midnight and on some nights from 9.30 to 12.30, this super special event It's going to be 20 attractions with lower wait times, you know, for fun favorites like Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. There's going to be special performances. There's going to be character cavalcades. There's going to be so much stuff. Uh, Guests can dress up. There's, There's all sorts of fun stuff. So our pals at the Disney Parks blog have more information so you can get that there.
3: Very
0: fun. Well, y'all, get out your stretchy pants, get ready to get eating. I've been wearing stretchy pants for a year now, so I'm ready. (laughs) The dining guide is here for Disneyland Resort's reopening, and here are the latest restaurants to join the list. Paradise Garden Grill just reopened. Alfresco Tasting Terrace opens May 20th. Napa Rose opens May 28th. Storyteller's Cafe also opens May 28th. And Blue Bayou Restaurant, which we heard about from our pal Ken, opens May 27th.
1: Well, the True Color Symphony Orchestra um, really outdid themselves. They created a beautiful music video at Hong Kong Disneyland Resort. It was the first time that the resort had collaborated with this symphony, and it's the largest inclusive symphony in Hong Kong, which is, it's dedicated to people of all ages, races, cultures, and abilities. You can catch the video of the classic song, A Whole New World from Aladdin, which was done in front of the Castle of Magical Dreams. On the True Colors Symphony's Facebook page, and it is beautiful. So I, I if you have the time, I highly recommend checking it out. It's also on their YouTube page.
2: Ooh, Well, I have to say we had a very big morning in Times Square this week because drum roll, please, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Broadway is back. Woo! The return yeah. dates for some of Broadway's beloved shows, including The Lion King and Aladdin, have been announced. So exciting. The Lion King returns on September 14th and Aladdin returns on September 28th. Tickets are now on sale. Go get yours, you guys. Ah. So excited for Broadway. And they had some of the cast there too, right? It was such a great morning and really great to see something in person in Times Square. So really encouraging for us at GMA and really exciting for Broadway and what a way to kick it off in Times Square. So super fun.
0: That is such great news. Well, speaking of an encore, Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 have been renewed for the 2021 2022 season. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ooh.
1: And you know, our pal, Jason George, who was on the yes. show a few weeks ago, we weren't sure at the time. So, very, very exciting.
0: I don't know. I think we put good uh, energy into the universe, the podcast. This is uh, our doing. Yep. Yeah, for sure. totally. <laughs> I can't believe Grey's Anatomy is on season 18 or it's been renewed for season 18. That is hmm. wild. Amazing, amazing. Yeah.
2: Well, the summer is looking especially hot over at Freeform. <laughs> what a lead. Uh, the network announced its <laughs> summer schedule, which includes season premieres of series finales of fan favorite shows, and all titles will be available to stream on Hulu the next day. So, titles include season two of Motherland, Fort Salem, premiering on June 22nd, Gronish on July 8th. Good Trouble's second half of season three on July 14th and a personal guilty pleasure of mine, The Bold Type, the fifth and final season on May 26th. So Mm. lots happening at Freeform.
0: Guess what time it is, you guys.
2: It's time for five fantastic things.
0: No, 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 not (laughs) quite. I wouldn't take that away from you. It's time to play the music. Light the lights. (gasps) Meet the Muppets on the Muppets Haunted Mansion Halloween special.
2: <laughs> A lot of Halloween on this episode. Oh. I yes.
0: Love it. it premieres this fall on Disney Plus, and it was announced as part of the halfway to Halloween event. Gonzo, my fave, and Pepe the King Prawn announced the Muppets' first ever Halloween special. You can check it out on the Muppets' YouTube. It is hilarious and weird and wonderful. And I can't wait. So the story takes place on Halloween night when Gonzo is challenged to spend a night in the most grim grinning place on earth. It's a small world. <laughs> it's a, a hot mansion
2: <laughs> Grim grinning. Well played. Well played. Well played.
1: Well, in other Disney Plus news, our fabulous favorite streaming service is going to be debuting the original series Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts on July 30th. Your good friend, Tony. Uh, my girl, Robin. Your coworker. She is hosting and executive producing the show. And it's it's featuring intimate roundtable conversations with female celebrities from all walks of life. The roster is insane. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, the fabulous Debbie Allen. Also, I loved her on fame. Uh, Sophia Carson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Sheila E, breaking out the drums, Melissa Efforts, Betsy Johnson, Billie Jean King, Tignataro, Raven Simone, and more. Cannot wait to watch
2: this. Tony, I'm, I'm sure she's already given you a preview. I mean, what's not to love about a Robin Roberts interview? And then to see one on as, as a series is going to be really, really awesome. So Agree. super Agree. excited.
1: And one other bit of Disney Plus news to share. Loki, the new Marvel Studios series, coming to Disney Plus is actually now going to debut on Wednesday, June 9th, a couple of days
0: earlier than before. So Yay! Oh,
1: I cannot wait for that.
0: Well, I've got some more news coming out of Sherry's Food Corner. Woo! Oh. <laughs> Alice's Wonderland Bakery is slated to debut in 2022 on Disney Junior it is a fantastical animated series for preschoolers their families and heck maybe Sherry inspired by the beloved world of Alice in Wonderland centers on Alice who is the great granddaughter of the original heroine and a budding young baker at the Enchanted Wonderland Bakery oh sounds very Mm -hmm. cute I can't wait to maybe possibly watch this I know I'm way out of the age range and I don't have kids (laughs) But you know what? I think I'm the target audience. There
2: you are. Totally normal. Well, call me Cruella. Okay, Cruella. (laughs) That is the title of the new original song from the upcoming film Cruella being performed by none other than I have lots of like breaking news announcements here on the pod. Florence Mm -hmm. and the Machine.
3: Very cool. One of my faves.
2: So awesome. So call me Cruella will be featured in the film and on the original motion picture soundtrack and the original score album. Both albums from Walt Disney Records will be available on May 21st and the film releases in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on May 28th. And there's more, a sneak peek of Cruella featuring the song Call Me Cruella is available now at the Walt Disney Studios YouTube page, which I have watched on loop for most of the day.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what time it is now. It is now time to play the music and light the lights, although I guess it's always time to play the music and light the lights, but it is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details, visit D23.com. Tony, what's up first? Well,
2: I've got one you all can sink your teeth into. (laughs) A new episode of Shark Tank airs Friday, May 14th on ABC. And it includes an innovative system which helps create a custom pillow based on your unique sleep profile. Honestly, anything that will improve any part of my sleep profile is interesting. So I will definitely be watching.
1: Perfect. Well, new to the library on Friday, May 14th on Hulu is The Mountain Between Us. I actually had not heard of this movie, but it's about two strangers played by Kate Winslet and Idris Elba who get stranded on a mountain after a tragic plane crash. So new to me and... Maybe new to you, too.
0: <laughs> well, this one is probably not new to most people. It's Alien. It'll what? be on FXM Saturday, May 15th at 10.30 a.m. It's a morning movie now. I can't think of a
1: better way to celebrate my birthday than uh, watching (laughs) Alien at May fan (laughs) mouth to kick it (laughs) off over a steaming hot cup of coffee, which will (laughs) shortly be followed by Murder on the Orient Express on my birthday, Saturday, May 15th at 4.20 PM on FXM. I mean, you could just do an FXM marathon. And I I actually am a huge fan of this movie. We talked about it with Mm -hmm. our new pal, Kenneth Branagh, who was on the podcast, and he directed that and also starred in it as Hercule Poirot. So catch that if you haven't already seen it and rounding out the weekend celebrate the day after my birthday on Sunday, May 16th with the 19th anniversary of Star Wars Attack of the Clones on Disney Plus. You know get a little Ewan McGregor in there as Obi-Wan prepping, getting ready for his Disney Plus series coming at some point in the future.
0: Well let's get to our interview. These two actors are true triple threats. They act, they sing, they dance, they also charm, impress, dazzle, and constantly surprise us. So perhaps they're more like septuple threats. They play Ashlyn and Big Red on the smash hit High School Musical, The Musical, of The Series, which is about to kick off its second season on Disney+. Plus. Please welcome to the show Julia Lester and Larry Saperstein. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!
2: Hi! <laughs> you guys, the show is such a huge hit. It is so good but just a couple of months after the show premiered was when the whole world shut down. So I'm really curious to know what was it like for the two of you and your entire cast to experience all of this newfound fame through a virtual lens?
3: Wow. That's really interesting the way that you put it, because I haven't really heard anyone say it that way out loud. And it's been really weird because the one like real experience that I've had with seeing people in person who've like really watched the show was back in January of 2020. The people that lived in L.A., we took kind of a little Disneyland trip before we moved back to oh, Utah. I love that. Fans in person, people that had really recognized us. And that was a really huge awesome opportunity to meet people face to face. And then we moved to Utah and then immediately shut down. And so it was like, I met all these cool, wonderful people. And then all of a sudden that whole world like disappeared. And also the show was growing at that time too. Mm -hmm. It was like, we had even more fans than when we were at Disneyland and I've never experienced any of this before. So yeah, it's been really strange. And sometimes I'm like, how are these people real? But when I get to see people's faces or, or hear people talk, it's always you know really cool and reassuring that there's like so many cool people out there who love the show
4: yeah i think it'll be really exciting season two is coming out as the world is slowly maybe possibly opening back up which is really nice so i feel like it'll be really rewarding to experience the season two release maybe
1: as we get to meet more fans and meet more people out in the world And Julie, you sort of just touched on this because when we spoke to Kate and Frankie at the end of last year and they talked about the bubble that you were all in during the filming of season two and that it brought a lot of you guys closer together. What was your experience like with that?
3: Yeah, totally. I mean, already living in Utah and, and shooting the show for six months is such a different experience for all of us being in a new state and, you know, most of us living on our own for maybe the first time for some of us. So, yeah, having each other to lean on since season one has been amazing and we all have such a strong bond as a family so you know the fact that we're already so isolated in, in a new place is, is already a challenge but we have each other to hold on to so on top of that with everything that happened this year it just it showed us a, a newfound appreciation for each other and our love grew even stronger than it was before and all of that I'm sure will translate onto the screen which I'm so excited to see but yeah having each other during all of this was really important and we're all really lucky. Well, you guys might
0: not know this about me. I know it's springtime, but basically the holidays are right around the corner. I love the holidays. It's the holidays (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) So while it's not quite the season for regular people, I got to bring up high school musical, the musical, the holiday special. It was incredible. Julia, your Hanukkah medley was amazing. Can you talk about how that came together?
3: Yeah, the holiday special was sort of an afterthought as we were kind of all spread out across the country. And Tim Federle, who created High School Musical, the musical, the series, came up with the idea and created the holiday special. And I think it just speaks to how passionate and dedicated he is to the show, but also to us as people and to the fans who, you know, had probably been itching for some sort of high school musical content since everything shut down yeah he's he's always putting everybody first and always coming up with new ways to keep you know the high school musical world alive and keep people connected and keep people happy and you know involved with music and stuff so it was really cool that we had the opportunity to do that amidst all of everything that was going on.
4: And it was so fun too, because we were all separate when we did those recordings. And a lot of us didn't get, like I was in New York. A lot of us didn't get to see other people's numbers. And so when we all finally came together and then watched it and then saw, you know, the amazing work that everybody else had done, it was like so exciting uh, to experience that
1: as like a family. It was a great, it was a great holiday gift. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: Julia, as a Jewish boy who, or no, old person, but as a Jewish boy growing <laughs> up, I didn't have a whole lot of Hanukkah songs, so I gotta tell you that your Hanukkah medley definitely is like one for the ages and that many, you know, that a young me would have been very excited to have heard growing up.
3: I appreciate that. Even I didn't really grow up with, like, fun <laughs> Hanukkah music either, so when, I, you know, when I was presented with the opportunity to do, like, a pop Hanukkah song, I was like, Yes, please oh uh, so, yeah <laughs> thank you I so appreciate that
1: <laughs> and from uh, one Steen Epstein to another Steen Larry in something in the air you know the song for for listeners that's going to open season two it's also mm-hmm. in the holiday special you're wearing a very festive Menorah uh, yeah. sweater but yeah, I did read that was not your first time menorahing yourself
4: <laughs> yeah in the holiday special there is a I think there's a a picture of me wearing a, a big menorah costume as a, as a little, probably four or five-year-old. Um, so yeah, I've worn a few menorahs in my life, but the get lit sweater was probably my favorite outfit maybe of the whole season, just because it was so funny and very big red. And, uh, and I love that I get to represent. Yes. And something that you can now
1: pretty much wear and win any holiday sweater party. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay guys. So this one's for the super fans. I have to ask. How are Big Red and Ashlyn doing? The spark was ignited just in time for season one to end. But how are things going for them in season two?
3: Things are pretty great right now. They just, (laughs) you know, just shared that wonderful moment. Ashlyn just discovered that Big Red is this amazing tap dancer. So as of right now, they are pretty fantastic i'm excited to see how you know they're going to navigate their relationship but and also communicating their relationship to each other um we haven't really seen that yet the the moment that they had at the end was quick so i'm excited to see how that's gonna live on from there but right now everything is pretty good i would (laughs) say (laughs)
4: Yeah, I mean, and it's no secret, like what they're going through is the first time that they're both going through something like this. And you get to see that with Big Red and Ashlyn, but really with every character in the season is like everybody is going through something new and everybody is exploring you know the things that make them happy and the things that they're passionate about and what makes them excited and and it's all you know met with love and support from the rest of the group it's really exciting to see those kind of developments with both big red Nashland, but also with every single character in the season
2: love it
0: Ooh. Ooh, can't wait for season two okay well we also get to meet a few new characters including lily who we looked at the press materials, she is described as highly competitive. So what can you tell us about her?
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm really excited that the trailer is out now because before we weren't really able to touch on or reveal the whole Lily rival aspect of the season. Mm -hmm. So now that the trailer is out, it's cool that people get a glimpse into, oh, is this the villain of the season? Is this, you know, like, like really, who is she? And so it's, it's just really going to be such an exciting thing to see all of that play out because last season we dealt a lot with internal drama within each other. And this time it's involving some other people. So I'm excited to see how fans are going to react to the way new personalities either clash or mesh with ours but yeah that whole part of the plot is so exciting.
4: It was so cool just to have you know new people in the world of our show and to have them be sort of this other entity they were able to be you know outrageous and funny and and kind of just a completely different thing than what we are as like the East High kids so it was fun to see that get written and to see those people run with those ideas and, but then to also have them become like our friends and in real life and to be part of the group, like my friend, uh, you know, Andrew Feldman, who's from New York and we're friends in New York together, like was with us in Utah. And that was so, you know, rewarding to have him around and to, to have those new relationships. It was really cool.
2: I love that. And Larry, you didn't really get to sing during season one, but you clearly have a great voice and (laughs) mad dance skills at that. Um, Did you know that in season two, you'd get to show off all your incredible talents?
4: Well, you know, I think that's just part of what Big Red is exploring and and what he's learning how to to feel within himself. And I, I think part of, you know, the great thing about his relationship with Ashlyn is like, she will push him to explore things and she'll push him to find the best parts of himself. And so I think, yeah, we we definitely get to see Big Red explore what that's like to, you know, to be more involved with the drama department and then also, you know, explore those other aspects of his life that all have to do with becoming an adult and finding his passion and, you know, all that stuff. So it'll be really exciting. There's there's a lot of fun things that I can't wait for everybody to see.
2: (laughs) I love it, love it, love it.
1: So what was your reaction when you heard you are going to be doing Beauty and the Beast? Was that like in either of your betting pools or anything like that?
3: Oh, that's interesting. I remember last year when we were doing in New York, there was one interview that we did where we literally speculated what show we were doing. And that was before any of us even knew. So I think we all kind of assumed it would probably live in the Disney world something that had to do with a lot of characters so I feel like Beauty and the Beast was maybe thrown out there a couple times but I don't think any of us were like banking on the fact that that was going to be the show so when we found out it was really exciting especially like you know as a theater kid growing up with the musical version of Beauty and the Beast like not necessarily the movie that was really exciting getting to find out that we were going to be continuing the show but I don't know, kind of turning the table a little bit, doing more of like a classical musical, living in a different genre of music was something that I was really looking forward to. So yeah, I was always really excited from the get go. And I'm, and I'm really excited for fans to see how we incorporate something entirely different into the world of of high school musical.
4: Yeah. I'm so excited because like, I mean, don't hate me, but as good as the high school musical music is, I think the Beauty and the Beast music is like, three-four t- million times as good. and <laughs> and so getting to make our own versions of that and to sort of sink our teeth into something that's even more iconic uh, and even more widely known was just like kind of a dream.
0: Wow. Okay. well, not to brag to our listeners, but we were lucky enough to see the first few episodes of the season. <laughs> we're gonna try to be spoiler free. But we do get to dive a lot deeper into both of your characters. Julia, without giving anything away, Ashlyn really has to face a lot of her insecurities, which we hadn't really seen quite like we had before, so can you talk about what that was like?
3: Yeah. I think that Ashlyn is learning how to navigate a whole different side of herself. I think that up until this point where we are in season two, I think that she's been presented with the opportunity to challenge herself and the opportunity to step out of her comfort zone. And she's not afraid to do that, but she always keeps things relatively in her realm of comfortability. Like even kind of stepping outside of her comfort zone to do that grand gesture to Big Red was still something that she initiated and something that she wanted. So she's put in situations where Even though she feels a little bit challenged, she might not have the opportunity to make all the decisions for herself or do everything in her realm of comfortability, you know? So I'm really excited to see her growth through this season and to see a new side of her that may not be so positive all the time or may not be so nice all the time. And I think everyone has a lot of layers. So it was really cool getting to navigate that with Ashlyn.
2: (laughs) And Larry... Again, trying to be spoiler-free here, but Big Red doesn't quite understand the concept of properly using his Throb cologne. So I'm (laughs) dying to know what you guys imagine the Throb smell is like, if you could describe it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because Throb
4: has been this joke on the show since like episode two of season one. So like there's that scene where I'm sort of like spraying Ricky down with the thing, you know. The real prop is just water. Like we don't, we don't really have a an actual cologne. But I, you know, I imagine I when I was in middle school, people would have like axe battles. You remember that they would like uh, spray yeah. the axe. Yes. 100%, um, yes. So I imagine it's something like that. But I also think maybe there's like, you know, like the cinnamon gum. It's got <laughs> like, like Big some Red of that cinnamon. Yeah, gum? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like some of that, like which I personally don't love the cinnamon gum, but you know, I, I think it's got a little bit of that in there because it's got like burn the inside of your nose a little bit, you know what I
3: mean? <laughs> That's what it is. It, it, it's an obnoxious like middle school gym locker room. Yeah. It doesn't really work, but they do it anyway. That's definitely what it smells like. awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: Uh, we touched on it a little. The guest stars on the show this season are amazing. Larry, you talked about your friend, Andrew Barth Feldman. Can you talk about it? It's, what it's like working with or, or meeting uh, Derek and Andrew and Asher Angel? I should say Derek Huff, who was on the podcast mm-hmm. a few months ago and, and Asher Angel and Andrew.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it just speaks to, you know, how our show has touched so many people that these incredible, talented, amazing artists like really want to be part of our show and really want to be part of this world that we've created. And, you know, they're coming in being fans of us, which is like insane because I'm like, you're Derek Huff. you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's been really cool for me to sort of realize that we're all part of the same family and we're, we're all, you know, trying to do the same thing. And, and that's like a really great perspective moment where I get to say like, look at all this work that we've done to have these incredible people want to be here and then just to get to meet them and have them be so nice and and so incredible is is so cool
3: we have such a close tight-knit family. Again, we live in Utah when we film the show, so it's very separate from our normal lives. And it's very rare when we get to have a guest artist come on or, or a new actor or or um, somebody who's not in the cast already. So those moments where we get a guest star are already so exciting. So to have you know this recurring guest cast is really cool. And, and to be able to be surrounded by new talent and work with new actors and just have just new things in the environment was, was always so fun and exciting and, and they meshed so well with us and, and each one of them are so kind and hardworking and, and make this show complete 100%. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Okay, we know we're talking about season two, but if you were to pick a musical you'd wanna do for season three, what uh-huh. would you pick?
3: Well, we gotta have like a big ensemble show. That's like number one. So whatever has a lot of different characters and lots of moving chaotic parts, I feel like fit well with our show.
4: I will always and forever voice into the woods just because like for the sole reason that there are like 15 like characters that all have their own like amazing song, and it's such a great high school show, period. So like it really lends itself to our show just because I think every single high school has done it at some point so you know that'd be great
2: yeah I mean I could
1: definitely see you as the baker and the baker's wife like oh (laughs) there you (laughs) go
2: I love it oh my goodness well you guys call Tim immediately yeah there you go well you guys we're coming to the end here. We're very grateful for this time the chat about season 2. We end every episode with this question. Prepare yourselves. We need from you your favorite Disney memory.
3: Oh.
4: Okay, so my favorite Disney memory I think was from when I was younger when I saw Aladdin on Broadway. I was on actually a school trip with my like high school theater department. And so I had seen a few Broadway shows, but I was around some people that had never seen a Broadway show. So I felt like I was sharing that experience with them, like the experience of Broadway and the experience of like the magic of, you know, like Disney. And so that is something that comes to mind when I think about my favorite, just like overall Disney experience. There have also been some really magical times that we've gone to Disneyland as a cast that have been like totally special that will stick with me forever.
3: Well, that's beautiful. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to say we did D23 summer of 2019. Yes. D23
1: Expo. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Yeah.
3: That was like the first press thing that we had done as a cast that was like the first official announcement of our show that was just a first for a lot of us and to experience that together was really special and then we got to go to Disneyland that was Larry's first time at Disneyland it was yeah it was just yeah just really fun and most of the magic that I've had with Disney has been shared with this cast which I think is really really special so yeah
1: awesome and that performance that we're all in this together at Expo was like I mean, I felt like oh i'm I'm very excited for this show, but suddenly like all, everyone's standing and cheering and more, it just was uh, just amazing, such a great uh, you guys were fantastic yeah, it was crazy it
0: like felt like the ultimate <laughs> high school pep rally, you know it, really <laughs> it was, was, was incredible, like the energy in that room was amazing,
1: mm-hmm. Well, Larry, Julia, congratulations. Thank you so much for being with us today. The show is fantastic. We are so excited for everyone to get to see season two and uh, we can't wait to see all the episodes that we have not yet previewed.
3: Yes. Uh, Yay! Thank you so much. So nice to meet you guys.
2: Thanks for having us. Well, what's not to love about these two and I do love a good musical. So there's (laughs) that period. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, we,
1: and we did get to preview some of those episodes and they were great. So uh, definitely, if you are not already a huge fan of High School Musical, the musical, the series, you can binge the first season right now on Disney Plus and jump
2: right in for season two. Perfect. Oh, love them. Such fans. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, Use the hashtag D23 insidedisney well, And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com.
0: We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.